Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Nothing, the podcast where we do sometimes talk about some things. I'm one of your hosts, Liam, joined by... Hi, I'm Aaron. I think I'm deaf. <laughs> that really loud for you? You were insanely yeah. loud then, Liam, yeah. Was I? <laughs> it's like having two Dans in the room. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, is that ironic coming from me? Yeah. Yeah, and we're also joined by our third host-ish... Dan. There we go. There we go. Plus, this week, an ultra, stone, that one. Uh, an ultra special guest host. My cat currently cleaning her <laughs> back and horse over my back. <laughs> What's her name? Bonnie X? Yeah. Bonnie Sorry, X. I was looking into a beautiful, beautiful tiny hands. Tiny hands? You're looking into oh, her tiny you. hands? Eyes. She's not looking at you, Dan. She was. Watch. Cracking <laughs> podcasting, Dan. Watch. Watch me stare at my cat. Amazing. Even Great. if this was a video podcast, that would be garbage. I can't believe that it's not distracting you two just having to there clean yourself. You get past it. it. She's having the right go to. Do you not wish you could lick your own whole body? No. I know where my body's been. <laughs> Why would you want to? I mean, there's a reason cats and dogs do it. Yeah, but there's, there's bits of my body that I can reach. I don't get like hot and sweaty and think like, fucking hell, I feel really hot. Might lick my arm. Yeah, best, best lick my whole arm. <laughs> what? You don't? <laughs> Pretty sure I could get to my pit as well. Don't want to lick my pit. If I was like, if I was like, God, oh, I definitely could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lydia can lick her elbow. She's the only person I've ever met that actually can. It's weird. But, mm. Go on, give it a go, Liam. I won't get a picture of it, honestly. There's one for the Twitter. <laughs> uh, uh, what have you been up to, guys? We're still in lockdown, aren't gonna, we? We're, so. we're still, we're, yeah, we're still in lockdown, but first of all... Oh, yeah. I'll be here today. It's another one of my favourites. What is it? It's, because it's another Belgian one. It's another Belgian oh, beer and another strong one. No, Dan, you opened the wrong one, we told you. It is left. 6.6%. Or is it? Blombier. What? Is it left or is it Leffe? It's left. I'll go with left. I was just being that guy. Right. We've gone for the uh, the blonde one as well, haven't we? Yeah. The brown, one, the brown one's quite nice, to be fair. The, uh, the ruby one is really nice as well. Again, this was probably my first introduction to Belgian strong beers and i've loved it ever Ones since put you on your ass yeah it's great i got my uncle into great. it got my dad into it excuse me and yes it's just a i mean a good beer again little, i'm drinking it out of the glass a little peek behind the curtain for everybody at home um it's definitely helped by the fact that we've got two uh pubs near us from when we were sort of growing it's, up and that yeah that kind of exclusively did Belgian beer, or not exclusively, but kind of specialised a little bit in Belgian beer. a lot of them. So, I feel like... I felt, truly felt spoiled. Like, I felt like they were going to be way common, like, growing up. Because obviously we had a Belgian-style bar. Yeah, I thought they'd be super common, you know, because of where we lived. But it turns out in the world, they are not common. I thought there'd be fucking hundreds of things. I thought we'd be able to get a left in a fucking... A delirium, literally every bar in the world. But turns out a lot of places don't do it. Oh, and there is yeah, not that many. No. Which is why we're doing not these. Not many Belgian bars. 
I feel like it's gotten more popular now with the rise of craft beer. So people are getting more into the craft, and which kind of leads on to European styles. I'd say it's gone down in popularity. (laughs) I think it kind of did peak a little bit, but may have gone... Since the rise of more craft craft beers and sort of your uh, subscription boxes and that kind of thing, it probably has gone down a little bit, I'd say. Yeah, because I'd say back in the day, it was like you were either... uh, <clears throat> a lager drinker, or you'd get Belgian ales. You say back in the day, you mean like... Ten years ago. Ten years that, ago, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's back in the day. That's a long time ago for most people. Yeah. Like no one over 40 is listening to this, so... That's, yeah. the third, <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that's the third of our life. My dad listened to one of the episodes, by the way. So. Which episode? Uh, he mentioned that he agreed with Dan at one point, because Dan threatened to glass Chris Martin, so... <laughs> I don't remember that at a distance myself. Yeah, so I'm, I've been thinking about this actually. Is that say one day we get big enough where people listen to it and someone meets us and they're like, I listen to the podcast. Don't worry about My it. My favorite episode is this. What are your thoughts? And I have <laughs> no recollection of any episode. Absolutely leathered. I've no, I, to be fair, I get it now. Like, there's a guy at work who um, has been listening to a few of them. And uh, he, he sort of messaged me about stuff, and I'm like, "Yes, what's? Yeah, sure." And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's on your podcast." I'm like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> <Is it? laughs> <laughs> Granted, a lot of these are the older ones because you started at the beginning, so we recorded them like nearly two years ago or whatever. But too bad, yeah. pretty, pretty weird if it didn't start at the beginning. No, I, I, I if it was like I'm going to jump in at episode eight and then work my way back. I've been telling people to jump in at draft week point. There That's is that, because uh, the audio one gets better. pretty good, but the giraffe's weak point is the only one way, the, the start of the ones where you can hear us all, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when we invested in the new mic, and it was just a good episode as well, so it's, it, that's where I've been telling people to jump in from, and people tend to seem to like it. If you do like it, by the way, you can follow us at, on Twitter at LTAMpod, so please do. Like and one day, blah, 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 like every shit, the YouTube channel... I mean, yeah, exactly. yeah. Please, if you can leave a comment, leave a also, review. Leave a review. Five stars. Five stars. I'm Slag us off in the review. I'm just trying to be quiet. Slag us off in the review, but uh, as long as it's five stars, I'm fine with it. Yeah, say what you want. Say it to Apparently, friend. this all helps. Apparently so. And um, what are you guys been up to? We're still um, in lockdown, so yeah. What you... Yeah, it's, it's lockdown. Year thirteen of lockdown. Um, See, you joke about that, but what happens if we end up back in lockdown? It just goes on forever. <laughs> Actually, 13 years later. Yeah. If I'm still getting paid furlough, I'll take it. <laughs> Have you got any sort of idea of when you're going back to work yet? Um, it was meant to be the 29th originally. Then it's like Monday. Monday. Now it's not. So, no. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going back to work. Right. I'm more than happy with it. Fair play. Is anyone, is anyone really convinced it's going to be a second second peak and we're going to go back into lockdown? No. I I feel like we probably are. I don't want to, though. really don't want to. No, I, don't I really don't want to. I think we're going to get to winter. I don't think it's going to be strict to lockdown, but I think we're going to get to winter and it's going to go back into lockdown. Like pubs shut, barbers shut. I feel like we had a real chance to like you know keep taking it seriously, but I feel like people were just like, Nah, let's go stab each other at the beach. 
<laughs> yeah. You're conflating multiple events there, but okay. Um, <laughs> it's funny, actually, because I've been like, since you've mentioned that, you know, uh, pubs are opening back up and that, which we've kind of heard recently, I'm like, that's cool and that. I don't think I'm really missing the pub as much as I am just probably doing this podcast together as much. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to the pub on Saturday. I well, yeah. On Saturday? Week, week on Saturday. Week on yeah. Saturday. Week. Week absolutely, yeah. Absolutely date this podcast. Yeah, a week today. Also, I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm not going to pub on Saturday about today. Because <laughs> that'd be mad. Or just any Saturday ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I've not worked for three and a half months or whatever. I'm, I don't know what days are anymore. Effectively, you know how you hear about women have got baby brain because they haven't done like they've just had been in the house for like eight months or whatever. I've got a baby brain, but I'm the baby. <laughs> you are the baby, yeah. Let's <laughs> come back to work on Monday. Is she? Yeah, and I feel like she wants me to do things around the house while she's at work. She's going back to an office. It? Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe but it's like an office, office but there's there's basically just her in that office, so. I suppose if she's distant, that makes sense. But it just seems weird when you can do work from home that they send you back to an office. Sure does. (laughs) Well, anyway. um, What have you been doing, Aaron? What have I been doing? I am still trying to work my way through Death Note, the anime. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, actually, because I feel like I've been watching it forever. I was going to say, I feel like you've told me this like 13 years years ago. Yeah, yeah, for as long as lockdown, so literally my entire life. Um, and it's just, I, I don't know, I'm really struggling with it. Because it's, it's hard to watch. I, I want to see it through. I think the idea was quite interesting. I don't know if you know the idea behind it. You find to remind me. Yeah, basically, it's there's these like uh, supernatural beings that have these books that when they write somebody's name in it, as long as they know their face, that person will die. And you can specify how they're going to die but if you don't then they just die of a heart attack oh and and this book sort of comes down to earth and this guy finds it and he decides that he's going to use it to try and wipe out a bunch of criminals and stuff Um, okay but then the police kind of cotton onto it and obviously he's just killing people effectively um so they try and track him down and then it spends a good it's probably half of it so that's like the build-up to it, the first few episodes. And it's a good half of it. It's just literally, there's this super clever detective called L. Who's for Death Note, by the way. Kind of, a little bit. I won't get too spoilery. Yeah, well, not to the end, because Aris not finished it. But... Well, yeah, exactly. Um, but there's this super detective called L who's kind of a bit weird and socially reclusive and all of this. Um, and it's basically kind of a battle of wits between the two of them, because... Um, uh, Light, who's the protagonist, is kind of working with the police, but he's also obviously the the killer as well. And I'm always kind of like, he's portrayed to be the good guy, but I'm like, yeah, but he's just killing people. I don't... Why is he the good guy? I know the criminals. He's just killing... Yeah. He's making himself judge, jury, and executioner. It's kind of... Is that the point, though? That... that. Uh, I don't know. It's not kind of. It feels like it's meant to be him, the bad guy. He's meant to be the good guy, but I can't quite tell how it's sort of going. Because, and like I say, it's in typical anime style. You spend a good three episodes of him just going, "Oh yeah, but he thinks I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do that, and he'll do that, and then 
Yeah. <laughs> that, that whole thing about the messers become the messies, but over. Did I send you guys the three uh, hours City yeah. clip on YouTube? What? Which one, sorry? Caleb City. Oh, thanks. He's so. a really good YouTuber, but he's got this one about like um, villains in anime. And it's one where um, it's some guy, he's, he's going to like blow up the city and rob a bank or something. And it's like a clip of him pretending to be the bad guy and the good guy. And it's the bad guy going like, um, you see, I stole the key from the safe. And then it's the policeman going like, yeah, but you see, I replaced the key with a banana. And then the bad guy going like, but I put the key in the banana. And then him <laughs> going like, but the key is actually made of Play-Doh. <laughs> and then him going, like, it just it goes on for it's so I mean, funny. That is 1000%, like three whole episodes in that middle row. <laughs> <laughs> Death note. I'm sitting there going, oh dear lord, it's still going on. <laughs> it's so funny. And there's bits where it's like, um, it's like, it gets to the point where it's like, I put the bomb in the school kids' boss. And he's like, but the school kids are terrorists. And then it's like, but the bomb is more guns <laughs> it's great it's so funny but it really does get to that where you're like no sane person could have ever <laughs> built come this up with this in the mind yeah. yeah insane um where it's basically yeah, just I'm like, like i'm like i expected you to do that well i expected you to do that it's one thousand yeah that's exactly what it is um so yeah i've about two-thirds of the way through it now and Something's actually finally happened. I won't say it because that will ruin it. But for anybody who is interested, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a is slog. Actually, is it a finished anime? Yes. <laughs> Which is why I kind of want to get through it as well. Yeah. It's only like one or two seasons, isn't it? There's like thirty something episodes, I think. Okay. For one season, technically, but hmm. I might watch it to be fair because I, I do like anime. My only problem with anime is. Down, just, just finish, just finish. Sometimes, like people keep recommending, like um, One Piece to me. One Piece is amazing. Yeah, yeah but long, I, don't, I don't want to watch four hundred billion episodes, and it's still not over. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to go on forever. That is. It's just not Simpsons, smacking. The Simpsons of animation. Animation, yeah. Wait, what about you, Dan? What you been up to? Oh, sorry. Speaking of. Aaron, I believe you've recently watched Avatar. No, yes. no, no. Let's not talk about this because I'm. I've not carried on watching it, but I still want to. So, oh my we'll God. save that for a separate pod. Yeah. How have you not watched it yet? It's so I've good. watched the first four episodes, I think. You don't even watch the good bit yet. I know. I, I, I've just moved on to the things. When Lee goes back to work, I've got all day to watch my own TV. So, Aaron, tell them how good it is. I'm yeah, sure the, it's good. Four episodes kind of suck in comparison, to be fair. Yeah. Is that literally the the jumping off point? Like, I remember watching the first four, of, probably probably maybe even like five or six. I'd say it's like the first being like, season. Yeah, and being like, Dan, what have you recommended here? Come on. And then after that, like, in that probably, yeah, probably in the second half of that first season, it picks up and by the end of the first season, you, you're fully in. Okay. And season two is just undisputably <clears throat> incredible. This week, okay. But then my pledge by... Next episode or next recording is that I'll have watched at least one more episode of Avatar. And like it cried at an episode. One more episode. The, you cried in the second season. Which okay. one? I, it's the one with the multiple stories. Oh, oh yeah, that's a that's a crier. Yeah. 
I won't say any more. You cried. <laughs> I, I can't say anything until I've seen it, but I think I, just, I mean, it wasn't. I think poorly. I just got my feelings. Like, I rolled. I rolled a tear. Okay. Okay. Don't yeah, honestly, when when you watch it, you will. You will. Oh God, so good. What have I been up to? Uh, sorry, I think that's the first time since college that Dan's called me Liam, and it's because he was talking about something that he cared, really cares about. Deeply. <laughs> yeah, back, back to normal. Hey, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Dan. Um, so so recently, I, I, I've, I've not been playing. working, so I've got fucking loads to talk about. <laughs> Second half of the podcast. I've, I've been playing a lot of uh, NHL 20. <laughs> Standard. Create a franchise. Absolutely sick. The Manchester Bees are pretty much undefeatable. And the game is real dumb about trading because for some reason it always thinks that I'm going to be bad. And they trade my first round pick for like a top 10 pick every single time. I, uh, I spent, and I get a massive haul. I spent way too long on that designer franchise thing. Like picking That's out what I've done, yeah. And the colours and making sure everything matched. And then and then I played like three games and I was like, I'm kind of over this now. Oh, see, I love it. I've got like... I, I did that on 2K20 because it was on for like £2.50 the other week. Was that 2K20 is so hard to play. It's fucking awful. Because <laughs> yeah. I wanted it because I heard it was dead in depth with like the career mode and stuff and it was the creative franchise thing. So I spent four hours at night, like was up to like two o'clock, didn't play a game, but it was just... Just creating a franchise. Getting everything. Is that the NBA one, is it? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah the problem is... The next day you went to play it and just... I was expecting from, like, FIFA, like that simplistic control yeah. And it's just all over the place. NHL is equally difficult to play if you aren't used to playing it. It's basically impossible. You're FIFA is like... You're it with the right stick. And yeah, it's the same as NHL. FIFA is like easily the best one to play because it's so simple. I haven't, played, um, I haven't played 2K, but I had played the NBA Live and I just had to knock it down to the easiest set and then I'm like, is there really any challenge in this now? Yeah. It's, it's the same as Madden for me. The thing is, I, could get like, I can't play Madden. I could I don't... be competitive, but I couldn't... Sorry, Dan. But I couldn't defend to save my life and I didn't actually know what I was doing it was just I don't know I guess you have to have grown up with the franchise with the yeah the franchise to kind of get into it but if they ever brought any of that creative franchise mode into FIFA I'd fucking jizz my pants yes yeah, I don't think it's grow up with the, like the franchise I think it's just no like because like people will have been used to those, that control scheme and, and how it works yeah, but I, I never I never grew up in NHL and I can play NHL pretty well You've had NHL for five years now, I'd say. At least. Yeah. You've been playing them. Well, there you go. Probably, but I think a lot of it's like picking up the sport as well, like ticks of the sports, you know, how the sport's played. Yeah, true. Mm. So I played Aaron on NHL. And I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you really held out on that, didn't you? I, I, I tried as long as I could. It was it was a bloodbath, Liam. What was the score in the end? Like 8-1? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I was very close to double digits and I was annoyed that I didn't get to them. And um, it was basically because I know that, like, there's this pass in NHL. That's oh, God. Back. He did it so many times. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> Royal like, Road pass. I can only control one defender. 
So why is the other defenders not stopping this one guy? He does it every single time. (laughs) He's basically skate down one wing, get as close to the goalie as you can. As soon as Aaron's defenseman comes near to me, pass it to the guy one time into the net, and it's a goal every time. It's it's a proper shit move in the game, but it's a real life thing. It's like the highest percentage shot in like real life as well. So you just do it. Spam I've got it. to have one defender to stop this one guy who's going to just walk it into the net. But if I bring a one defender to him, then everybody else forgets that the other guy is just standing in front of an empty net. <laughs> what do I do? How do I stop it? So I, um, like par- partially knowing the game and partially knowing, like, in real life, that goal, that, that pass is, like, a, a third of the time a goal. So it's just cheese in real life, in-game stuff. And it's, it's just getting used to a franchise. There's there's an infamous game of FIFA between me and Scott, you guys know obviously, but make mine Scott. Um Scott X. Scott X. And I think I was France and he was Brazil or vice versa. I think I was Brazil. I think I had the better team. But it ended in all FIFA. It was a few years ago. Was, we were on the Xbox 360. Like, it was a few years ago. Um, and it got to 8-2 to him. It, like, just into the second half. <laughs> it got to 8-2. He scored the eighth goal. I didn't say anything. I just turned the Xbox off and didn't speak to him for a week. I was. I have never rage quit from anything so hard. I still to this day won't play FIFA with him online. I'll play with him like different branches of the houses or something. But he's, if he's like, do you fancy a game? Which is hard because he's got he's got a baby now. So if he's like, do you fancy a game? I'm like, yeah, but well, I'm not playing FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> I just will not do it. He's so much better at that game than I am. But I honestly like, it was childish how mad I was. Like how. Do you remember um, FIFA Six? I remember, I remember yes. it. There was 06 yeah. and in 06 there was also a Road to the World Cup as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And both those games were built on the same engine. And I, how old would we have been? So I would have been like, what, 15? 15. 15. Yeah. I used to play FIFA 06 with my brother all the time. And then <laughs> I also rage quit and never agreed to never play with him again because he knew how to do the score from kickoff from the halfway line every single time. <laughs> Exploit. So it'd be like 15 nil after like 20 minutes of in-game time. So I'd abs- I refused to play with him. How was he scoring from your kickoffs? That's what I want to know. It was basically... It was, that's, that's, sorry, know. Sorry, that was our tactic in Sunday League with, when we had Jamie Messam playing for us. Just like kick off, pass it out, out of the semicircle and just aim for the goal, Messam. Oh, it was insane. But anyway, so uh, I, I lose like 15 nil every time. Like I do, like if it, it was his kickoff, he'd literally pass, score immediately. If it was my kickoff, I'd pass one of his players, that slide my players, and he'd score immediately anyway. And then 06, 06 Road to the World Cup came out, and uh, Elliot told me that yeah, they've, they've patched this bit. It's uh, it can't be done anymore. Played one game with him. So you're 15. Uh, and your right, brother yeah. who is 13. how much younger? 12, 13. Okay, and he was, like, right off here, he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, you can be whoever you, we did. You know, we did three random. You whatever. can be whoever you want. <laughs> oh, I was so fucking angry. <laughs> I was like, who was like the big team? I think I was uh, 
Brazil because was Ronaldinho was still like the big, big dog. Yeah, the big star yeah, that won it. Yeah, oh, but he didn't to the end. play in that World Cup, did he? No, but Elliot was like Belarus or whatever, and he still fucking destroyed me. I was so mad. <laughs> You're like Be- Be- Belarus with a like a what's the word? Capacity. Alex, Alexander Kleb and and just Alexander. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what gone to that because that's not what I've been doing for. I'm definitely I've not been, play- to... I've not been yeah. playing FIFA 06 in lockdown. I've been playing <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Is it any good? Sick. I, I, am, I am really into it. What's the combat like? Because I didn't like the 15 combat really. I've not played 15. I think it's because uh, they changed it and they went from turn based to just kind of. Hack and slash. Well, weirdly, so I'm really into um, Final Fantasy XII. Wonder where you were going with that. Is it twelve? <laughs> Which one was the online one? Was it eleven or twelve the online one? Twelve, I think. So I, I really like Final Fantasy eleven. Hit us up in the comments. Which was Fuck. how wrong we are and how shit we are at FIFA. Do that, but I'm going to tell you. People which don't. One people don't need to tell me how shit I am at FIFA. <laughs> yeah, I've seen how shit Aaron is at FIFA. <laughs> you, you lose eight two to Scott, and he loses fifteen no to his brother, and I lose to both of you. So, <laughs> no, eleven was the online one, twelve was a good one. Who okay. threw up at my house? Was it me? Yeah, it was you. Yeah, it was me. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I after you left, I tried to carry on drinking and just. Oh, that time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did, Jeff. Yeah. Nice. Hey, crack on, Dan. Did you figure out which one it was? Oh, look, I'm drinking that from a... It looks like he's drinking wine straight from a bottle. The fucking yeah, disgusting so, pig. So there's 6.6% left, which is a decent strength, but it's a strong beer. Like, tastes strong and it's nice. We've got 750ml bottles here. And Dan's just necking it. Straight from the bottle, like the true animal that he is. Is this a 40 ounce? I don't know. No. How much is 40 ounces? That's American ounces you're asking about, isn't it? Yeah. Dan, you're, you think you're American. I definitely don't. Yeah, Final Fantasy XII is like the good one, not the online one. It's not, by the way. That's like well over a litre. Is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. And Final Fantasy VII Remake reminds me of that, and I really like that game. It's very much like... What, uh, is, what is the combat like? Is it turn-based or is it still like... It's not turn-based, it's... It's like half and half. You know Kingdom Hearts? Oh, okay, yeah. Pardon me. It's like Kingdom Hearts with a bit of turn-based. So basically you attack, like, Kingdom Hearts, you know, where you press, like, square to attack and, like, combo stuff. Yeah. And you can dodge and block and stuff. But also there's, like, um, you build your ATB bar by attacking and dodging and such. And once you build your ATB bar, you can perform special attacks or use items or cast spells. That's really good. It doesn't sound turn-based at all. It's, it's hard to describe. It's just because it's got the ATB system, which it's, they've had since like eight, right? No, they've had ATB was in seven. It's really, it's in six. It's been all of them, like the early ones. It's really engaging. It's really fun. I'm after you get it. I've heard, I've heard the comments. I didn't, I've, I've, I've really struggled to get into 15. I've not played 15, like I say. It's just slow. 
to start, which might be might get, re- might get really good. But I mean, seven's fairly slow to start. It's not as slow as like Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, thirteen, sorry, twelve is the good one, as I've already established. Uh, basically, the reason I so we were talking about fifteen a few weeks ago, but since the D and D episode, I've been really just fancying that sort of entertainment like fantasy is some sort of fantasy thing to look into so i've been playing final fantasy 9 got the remastered version on xbox it's, it's free on game pass i didn't know it was on xbox yeah yeah they remastered it recently didn't they a year or so ago yeah like a yeah, hd got, version I've, not I've remastered hd yeah so the same thing i guess um and it's just fucking ace is it got the um, speed up one yeah i can you can speed up you can save travel you can have 9,999 attacks and you can have something else as well. Final Fantasy VII uh, has got the same one, like the original game, obviously, mm. on PlayStation with the speed-up button. Let me tell you, that game is about five bajillion times better when you speed up the times <laughs> the time by five. When you can spam all the ship battles and the walking. Oh my God, what a game. <laughs> I tried to play it without it afterwards on my PS2 and I was like this is impossible this is bullshit I hate this it's crazy how impatient it makes you that's the one thing about 9 is like this, without that there's a lot of like just the Star Wars screen to fights and there's a lot of like long summoning um, sequences sequence, yeah this just doesn't add a lot but that game is amazing I'm, I wouldn't I've Onto what would be the second disc now. So I've gone to the, the other continent. So after you've got Freya and you've done Lindum, Lindum Blum? They've just Lindum attacked Lindum, Lindum Bloom. They've just attacked Lindblum. Yeah. Lindblum, I've been calling it. Which one's Freya? The Rat Woman. No, yeah. Freya. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I've got Freya. Yeah, yeah, that's a while ago. I've, um, what's the name? Beatrix. Oh, yeah. You, you've saved Dagger from the castle. And then you go, yeah, you just, you've, so it, yeah, it's gone to the second continent. So I'm not that far into it. I'm about 10 hours into it. Out of Beatrix, even though she's a sprite. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a great game. Is, go on. The levels level with you. What do you mean? So, oh, so like, as as you get better, the stuff gets harder. In disc one, there's a place where you can go up to like a mountain plateau hmm. and fight these dragons, and you can get white wind with the queener there, and you can they're basically like end level enemies, so you can like absolutely fucking grind to fuck. Because once you've got, I think it's frog drop with with queener it'll reduce them to one HP so you can kill them even though you shouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. So you can grind to fuck up there to get a dead high level. Doesn't make the game rest of the game any easier because the rest <laughs> of the game levels with you. That's annoying. I went, uh, to be fair, I'm, well, I'm I, love I, I had the same issue with uh, Skyrim. It yeah. Levels with you. Yeah, where you could like you could grind on this one. I was like, there's just one thing where you could like grind away and you could get really, really good at it. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then I just went into this one town 
and there was like an absolutely monster dragon there and I was like <laughs> I can't beat it it's just I've ruined the game for myself I can't do this <laughs> see I don't mind it like if it does like slightly but I, th- I really think that when you grind to like insane levels it should be like <laughs> easy okay, walk yeah I mean, that's also like, that goddamn dragon. Because I, I, Final I, Fantasy I, X like famous for that, so you can grind Final Fantasy X really well to the point that you're basically unstoppable by like this too, which is why they have the monster arena where you can get to like max level, max weapons, max MP, max HP, max everything. And it's a challenge because it's got like special enemies. That's what they should do. It's so not I'm, make. I'm really not into grinding. I can't be asked with that. I've not even explored. I've literally, with this, been going to point to point just as the story's been going because I'm more interested really in the story because I, I feel like... I, and Sorry, I'll, I'll finish this point first. I feel like because I've got the cheats to turn on if I need to, so like I'll, I'll try and fight someone. You get limits as normal. Limits every time. What do you mean? Oh, can you not do it on, the, on Final Fantasy VII? The, the, not the remake, the... like. PS4 version. If you press, I think it's like L3, you get like everyone gets a limit break. Oh, no, no, no. Not that, but I mean, like, if I'll try and fight someone fair and square, so I'll say there's a boss or something, or there's just a, an enemy that's that's quite in Final fan In Final Fantasy IX, it's called Trance. Oh, yeah, Trance. Yeah, yeah. There might be an option for that, but I've not found it. Um, but I'll try and fight them normally first, and then if I don't, I just want to crack on, then I'll put all my attacks to like 9999 just so I can just crack on. Um, I forgot my other train of thought because you interrupted me, Daniel. Sorry, I couldn't think think what the limit was called. Trance, it is trance to my. But yeah, so that's an amazing game. And then I got, because I'm into my fantasy shit at the moment, what's also on Game Pass is The Scrolls Online. Apparently, it's garbage. I refuse to play online games like that. Not for me. Well, I had it was garbage at first too, but I've got a couple of people at work that are really into it. I thought because it's free, I'll, I'll try it because I really liked Skyrim back in the day. Um, oh, sorry, Final Fantasy Nine. That's what I was going to say. I had it on PlayStation One. Apparently, didn't even get out the first town because I don't remember anything from it. <laughs> so I'm glad I replayed it. Yeah, too. <laughs> um, so I got Elder Scrolls One online, and then I've been watching. I've restarted or started rewatching. Um, the rest of development because it's the best thing ever. Now you said about um, in Final Fantasy IX, you know, you just want to get from story bit to story bit. One of the best things, in my opinion, about Final Fantasy VII Remake is there's three different game modes. So you've got um, classic mode, which is like what you guys are about, you know, where you go like you pick attack, you pick spell, yeah. you pick whatever. So it does it automatically does all like the basic attacks and the basic rolls and the basic dodges and stuff. And you just get to pick the specials and the items and the spells and stuff. So it does it like someone's got their OTV gorge filled. You can pick what they're doing. Oh, next. So it feels more like old school. The classic version with the new school rolled in, but you don't have to involve yourself with the new school. That's cool. That's kind of a cool idea, actually. It's got normal mode, which is what I play mostly, which is like the new one where you pick your attacks, you do your dodges, then you pick your specials and stuff. But it's also got easy mode, which is, it says in the description, 
you just want to see the story bits. You just want to get through it. Sounds like me. That's yeah. I I I was on easy for like the first five minutes of the game, and I thought like I really love Final Fantasy VII. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I really want to enjoy it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to put it on normal because it's one of the few games that I will struggle through. Was I was it? like, I would I... definitely go on easy if I couldn't be asked. If I just wanted to finish a game, I'd like, not, fin- not finish it like, it's a chore, but you know, if I'm like, I've not got fucking time to struggle through. If there was a boss that I would like die to like three times in a row, like, I'm going on easy. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was, don't it, have time. Aaron, was it me and you were talking about um, the Star Wars game and you were saying you, you had it on easy just for that same reason, just because you watched yeah, it? Yeah, I, I did the same thing because I was like, I'm really enjoying this game. I like the idea behind it, but it is really difficult to get through. And I haven't got time to be learning how every single boss wants to react and everything. So I was like, fuck it. I'm knocking it down too easy. I just want to play through this game. And That's I did, and I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I have no problem with it. Like, so how I feel about so many games where I start no. playing and I'm like, I just don't care. I don't I have did. time to spend like 400 hours doing this. Yeah, I did read afterwards that apparently it's a bit sort of um, Dark Souls-y a little bit in the fact that, you know, you learn why you failed and then you go and you do it again and then you fail again and you learn why you failed that time and you don't make the same mistake again. And I'm like, I probably would and I haven't got time for that really. I- so. I know that Dark Souls is like insanely popular, and I know that Bloodborne is, and I know why it's popular, and I get why people really like it. I'm not the only that. thing I think whenever I play those games is I've got a fucking full time job. I have other responsibilities. Yeah, I can play like thirty minutes of video games a day. I don't want to play my thirty minutes playing the same section over and over again. I just do not care. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why I've not brought up anything in the. What have I been doing as a video game? Because I haven't played video games in ages. Were you guys both of my house? I find it so hard to get time. When I, um, at my old house, when I downloaded that Hollow Knight game. I remember you saying about it. Yeah. I've got Hollow Knight on Switch. Yeah, I've got it on Switch. Have you played it yet? Yeah, I played it for like, again, like an hour. And I was like, it's it's a really good game. Yeah, I was like, it's a good game, but I just don't care enough. That's one of those games where you really have to... It's it's it's, it's a Metroidvania-style game, but it's got that Dark Souls influence where you kind of... You have to learn the enemy's patterns and you you kind of learn, figure out where you went wrong because you'll know you fucked up on that jumping that, at that second instead of the next second. A big, big thing with that, and I assume that no one else in the world who's played this game has made the same mistake as I did, but for a long, long time, I was playing that on my Switch. And usually when I'm playing something on my Switch, it's in handheld mode. And it's because Lydia's watching something on TV, so the volume will be turned down. You need sound on that game. So the reason when, I think yeah. I think it was Aaron and Lee, if not Aaron and you, Dan. The reason everyone was doing so bad and I was doing so bad when I was showing you this game is because there was no sound. So you weren't getting any audio keys, which every single fucking boss guy on that game goes... Oh, or does something when they're about to swing the fucking hammer or some shit at you. So I've, I've recently got back into that because I've, I've yeah. figured that, I figured out where I was going wrong and it's actually quite a good game. So yeah, It's funny, isn't it? You can have like, um, you can get to a certain point in a game or whatever and if you just can't get past it or what, for whatever reason, like it will really put you off. Hmm. Because I had this with, uh, with one of my favourite games ever actually is Fallout 3. I think I just got to a point where I'd kind of 
trap myself into a certain point with like a bunch of fiends or very low level bad guys, but there was quite a lot of them. And I just could not fight my way out for whatever reason. And then eventually just kind of learned a different tactic. Like months later, because I just put it down and was like, I don't like it. I don't want to play that anymore. Learn this different tactic. Gone back to it. Even at like 30, we're so childish still with that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Don't want to play it. No, no, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, we all agreed the thingy. When New I was Vegas first. was a thousand times better than uh, Fallout Three Two. I don't know. I, I love, but anyway, go on. Sorry, Aaron. I prefer New Vegas, but I think Fallout Three is underrated. I feel, no, I feel Fallout like Fallout, Fallout 3, Three is widely acclaimed, and I think it basically. Well, there'd I mean, be no New Vegas without Fallout Three, kind of. Yeah, Fallout Three is not popular among like. Game isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was fun when it first came out. I remember um, I got it for Christmas, and um, me and my brother had to share an Xbox, so we had to play an hour each. And my <laughs> mum would come in and like swap, <laughs> <laughs> swap, change places. <laughs> I remember um, other Liam came round on either Christmas or Boxing Day and brought his Xbox. I mean, I sat there for about 12 hours playing Fallout and I was just like, thank God I've not got a fucking swap every hour. Even though we also <laughs> swap like every hour but we keep playing the same save, so it was different. That's weird. You, so, you he would get like an hour further in but then you'd start back. That's just demotivating. I'd rather be sitting there like talking through the strategy with someone and then swap... Swapping places. No, because me and my brother play video games a totally different way. Elliot is like 100% like brute forcing it. Like, I'm awesome. completing this game as quick as possible. Whereas I was like, I want to go this way because I'm pretty sure there might be a treasure chest I can get this way. There's something shiny over here. That sounds yeah. like you, Dan. Well, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> what was the mole to your story? What, what was my story? You, you, like you, you put down Fallout 3 because you hated it. Yeah, I just I think I'd got to a point where I just I'd trapped myself basically, and then eventually I picked it up again and learned a way out of that trap, and all of a sudden I could explore the rest of the game and grew to appreciate it. But you kind of at the beginning to a game, if you're not quite learning how to do things the way you should do them, you can kind of get frustrated and put it down, and then kind of dismiss that game almost. Yeah, yeah. Takes you back to you and Hollow Knight and and what we said about uh, Star Wars, Dark Souls, Fall, Fallen Order as well. For um, um, both of you guys got a Switch, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And Liam, you're off at the minute. Mm-hmm. Have you got Night in the Woods yet? What the fuck is Night in the Woods? Oh, I keep right. looking at it, but I'm honestly I'm waiting for it to go on a sale. Uh, it's only like forty quid, isn't it? Twelve for- quid. It's it's about sixteen, seventeen quid, I think. But. Oh, is it still that expensive? Yeah. I honestly, I cannot recommend enough a game enough. Liam, you would absolutely love it. I don't know what I like. I know you like this. You play bass in it. You play bass in it. It's a mini game where you play bass, and if you play bass well, you get better points for it. I'm gonna lose. <laughs> 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 it's honestly, it's such a good game. I What's cannot about? recommend it enough. Gets oh. nine out of ten on Steam. Yeah, seventeen pound nine pence apparently. What's it about? It's a weird um, price, but I, I'm like I say, I'm waiting for it to get to like twelve, thirteen quid, and I'm going to jump. Imagine being like a depressed cat that dropped out of college, 
and then finding a hand. <laughs> okay. I mean, you asked, didn't I thought, you, I thought, I thought there'd be more, but at least a hand that does something. No, no, just no, a no, hand? It's, it's just a severed hand. Okay. Sounds so, a bit... Um, you ever seen Blue Velvet? No. Sounds a bit like that. What's the... What's the I was thinking of Velvet Chain. Is it Velvet Chainsaw? Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet, that's the uh, weird art one, isn't it? Yeah. That's uh, what I was thinking of, but not that. But yeah, the, no. the basic premise of the game is it's like a lot of mini games and stuff and like a lot big story progression one. You're a cat called May who dropped out. I'm a girl. And moved back to her hometown. And um, Liam's immersion is ruined, by the way. Yeah. And uh, not by the fact that he's a cat either. No, no, that was he was fine <laughs> with that. Also, in, in Blue Velvet, by the way, it's an ear he finds in the field. Yeah. Not and, uh, but anyway, she's uh, she's pretty clearly depressed and struggling with some stuff and like childhood issues and stuff like that. And the game is like a big exploration of all stuff like that. It's so good. I cannot recommend it highly enough. On that subject, then, um, if I okay, I'll make a deal with you. If I get that. You have to get Celeste. Ooh, I've heard about Celeste. Celeste's supposed to be good. Celeste is one of my favourite games ever. Have I got to buy them fucking both? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting fucking road idea, lads. <laughs> Celeste is cheaper is than Celeste, that, though. Is Celeste a similar type game? Uh, I don't... I've only seen screenshots of Night in the Woods. I don't think so. Celeste is one of those games that's frustratingly difficult. And I know I've just pissed on the chips of I don't like Dark Souls games because... You die and you know where you went wrong. Celeste oh. is like that. You die a billion times and you know where you went wrong. But because it's just it's so quick, it never seems like a problem. So the the premise is that there's, there's a lot of, of like deeper themes like what you just said and like depression, that sort of stuff within it. But the, the premise is effectively you're this girl who wants to climb this mountain called Celeste. It's like an eight or sixteen bit game. And there's only I'll, get, really, I'll get Celeste. It's almost certainly not 8-bit, by the way, because that's one of the things that, bringing back the old segment of rant, by the way, when everyone describes everything as 8-bit, when it's not, it's, okay. 16, it's at least 16-bit. It's at least 16, maybe 32-bit, I'm sorry. Sorry, Aaron. Aaron. But it's, it's that pixel arty sort of style, yeah? And Aaron, there's, there's like Scott three Pilgrim buttons. It's 8-bit. Is that 8-bit or not? <laughs> uh, in the film? No, in the book. It doesn't matter, it's a book. Which book is it? I was just trying to wind you up, to be honest. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're on about either. Well, basically, you've got like three buttons. You've got, well, aside from moves, you've got jump, climb, and sort of like boost. And that's all it is. But it's, 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 it's just an amazing platforming game. And But I would, it's one of my favorite games ever. I've come close to completing it now. I was playing it a week or so ago again. It's one of those games you can pick up every now and then, spend an hour or so on. Might only get a couple of stages or levels through, but it's it's, it's really good. Uh, it, it, as I say, you will die a lot, but you'll only be like frustrated at yourself. Like you know, be like this game's bullshit. You just you just keep going because as soon as you die, you're back there to have, to have another go. And the best part I'll is. It tells you at the end of the level, it's like you died 136 times in this level. And it's like, fuck you, Celeste. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so. Night in the Woods is pretty much in part. Oh, did you play? Um... And the soundtrack's amazing as well. Yeah, Night in the Woods soundtrack's amazing. But what was that game? The one where there was Undertale. like a killer. Undertale's really good. But I'm on about the. I'm not playing Undertale either. Yet. I've not. I just assumed he was on about that because I said soundtrack and people bore off that soundtrack. Undertale's good. I really liked it, but everyone knows Undertale's good, so I'm not going to talk about that. I'm talking about that one. It was that one where it was like a, a choice game where you're like, do you run into the snow or run into the fucking creepy sawmill? I used to have a book about this. Goose and it was the choose your own adventure. <laughs> Give you yourself game books, you mean. <laughs> um, uh, another one you went about. Is it the one... Uh, you're in like... You're in like Until a snowy... Dawn. That's it, Until Dawn. I really liked Until Dawn. I liked Until Dawn. Um, I liked it because it was... Uh, it was obviously Rami Malek before Rami Malek became famous. Yeah. And it was Veronica Mars as well. Uh, whatever her name is. Hayden, uh, no. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Bell. Hayden Kristen Stewart. Hayden Christian Bell Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Night in the Woods is more similar to that game in that it's, it's more of a choice thing than like a game over. You've absolutely fucked it. I feel like game. we've talked for like 40 minutes about games I've not played and now we've just mentioned uh, a game that I have played and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That I like one. this podcast now. Night in the woods. Yeah. It was I'm back okay. in. <laughs> Until <laughs> dawn, I'm really... Until dawn, it was okay. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm never going to play got... it again. No, I, I quite... Playing it through the first time, me and Liam played it when we lived in... Um, Liam or... X. Not the one that we just lived in, the one before then. Your ex. Chester. Yeah. Is that why we I'm call not... him Liam X, by the way? Because it's Dan's ex. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Uh... Yes. <laughs> pretty, good, pretty, pretty good game to play like majorly late at night you know speculating who the bad guy was I enjoyed yeah, it yeah. that was it yeah that was the entire enjoyment of it really I feel like it's definitely a game as well that's been like, yeah, I feel like super slight but it was fun and I heard of it I don't think you know it's, so the whole I idea I feel is, like I've heard of it but I've, I've never like seen it the whole like, idea behind it was, um, yeah it was like a uh, classic horror film of like teens in the woods and then they slowly but depending on your choices in theory if you made the right choices throughout you could get everybody else through it alive okay but depending on your choices certain players would die off Mm. certain characters would die off and stuff like that um so it would be quite interesting to see how how many people you got through to the end like with okay have you heard of return of the obra din yeah, it's supposed to be That's amazing. really good. Like a weird sort of format. He's the one that did, uh, the guy that made that did um, Papers, Please. Okay, I've, I've just say, I've heard that name. Um, it must be because I've paid, played Papers, Please. I've not played either of them, but I know they're supposed to be really Papers, good. Papers, Please like, is amazing. Weirdly addictive. But if you can get past like the third or fourth day, you're insane. What's Papers, Please? So the whole idea of Papers, Please is that you're a, uh, you work at a passport office, basically, of letting, like a, like a customs office of letting people into this fictional sort of Eastern European semi-Soviet state. Okay. And uh, the whole idea is that you have to basically uh, check people's ID. If it looks like them on the picture, 
then okay, yeah, fine, you let them in. And then it gets more interesting. They've like you have to check certain things of certain passports against this checklist. And then it's like <laughs> then it's like it ramps up again of like, oh, there's only certain people we're allowing in this year of like this today of like certain countries are excluded, so you have to ban them. But then you have to like process them as quick as possible. Because if you don't process them, you don't get paid to feed your family. Oh, okay. And it's like, and it's like, oh, you, your grandma who lives with you has got dysentery, and you need to give a hospital, but you can't pay for the hospital. <laughs> what? And then eventually, it's get like, oh, uh, people are political dissidents against your country, and they're now trying to bomb your office, so we've had to close early. And you're like, oh, but I haven't earned enough money to get paid, and it's like, <laughs> so it, it ramps up in difficulty like that, and you, have, you, have, you only have to work through like a month, I think, in the whole game. But I it's think I maybe. Solid. Through the first week, and that's about it. And it's like by that point, like my wife's on her last legs, and the kids are dead. And it's in three days, three. Days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill my whole family. I, uh, that reminds me of um, when for, it's started. insanely simple in terms of like you just have to press yes or no for each individual thing. But there's so many different things you have to check and keep your eye on. And uh, what's this on? Can you get on mobile or anything? It's, that's on, really great iPhone game. it's on PC, no, isn't it? It's on PC, I think, generally. But, Generally, Probably you'll find that most PCs can run it because it's quite low spec. Yeah, that's what Return of the Oprah Din is like. Have you heard about the concept of that one? No, I, 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 I don't know. I know the name, but I don't... So it's the same guy, and it's you're an insurance assessor. Wait, the same guy did Oprah Din is, did Papers, Please? Yeah, so oh, you're wow. an insurance assessor. And um, you go to an assessor. A ship is washed up on the shore of like I love a in Brown. And uh, everyone on the ship is dead, and you have to ass- assess the insurance claim of the owner by working out how everyone died and what happened. Um, and you've got a magic stopwatch, and you can replay to see that it's like the minute that people died in black and white or something. Yeah, so it's the way it's done again is like low, not low quality, but like low poly. Yeah, effectively, it's it's a simple yeah. it's a simplistic game, isn't it? Like a, but you've got like a short screen of how people died, and you've got to work out who that person was, how they died, what the relationship was to, to the crew. I have seen this before. I've just did a Google of it, yeah, and you can get it on everything. Switch, you? you can get it on Switch. Yeah, it's supposed to be incredible. It's supposed to be great, isn't it? It's supposed to be yeah. really sort of. Um, it's simple but fun. Uh, I just checked. Papers, please is Windows iOS for anyone who's got that I, iPhone and uh, PlayStation Vita. Fucking bullshit! That's crazy. Why would it be on Vita but not on fucking Android? I don't know. Weird. Must be a we, we can attest to how difficult shit is to get onto I, iOS. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, tell me about it. It's not. Um, it's not on iOS. To be fair, maybe it's only like a, I don't know, a Mac thing. Is Mac iOS? maybe or a iPad thing? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'll check my iPad in a bit. Um, my uh, if we're going on about sort of weird games that we've sort of played that are a bit different, I don't know if you you guys have played Her Story. I've heard of no. that, but no, not played. Also it. heard good things about that. So that was one of them that. Um, the whole idea behind that is that you're a, a new recruit to the police department and you need to kind of solve this crime. Um, 
and all you can do is search through the database to find up these video clips of this in interviews with this woman. Oh, this was the um, ARG one, wasn't it? It was so, the, if I know what ARG is, yeah. Alternative reality game. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was on phones, wasn't it? I didn't yeah, remember. You get it on your phone. Yeah, that's that's sort of one of the things for me that I really enjoyed. And the whole idea is that it's kind of like a you sat at like a sort of early nineties computer and you're searching through these video clips. Um, and basically, you can just search for like things that are said in this video clip, and you have to try and piece together everything that's happened in this story, basically by searching through various different. Uh, police interviews with this woman. Oh, it's, it's like live action as well, is it? Yeah, it's literally yeah. video clips of it's like an actual actress that they sat down and recorded all these videos with and stuff. And I found it so thoroughly like engrossing because you kind of felt like a really Detective. like you were investigating. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something that I can't recommend highly enough. I, uh, I mean, there. you must have. It's one of those I'm... things. I sat there and did it with my wife. And uh, my wife, my wife, uh, and um, <laughs> we both sort of sat down. With... Sorry, as if all three of us went for that and none of us nailed it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprised, sense. yeah. But yeah, we we all really enjoyed that. So it's I, I, I'd love something. Like, I keep thinking to myself, I want some sort of like really good detective game. You know, you can't want like a Batman that, game, um, kind of more detective. The Arkham games are, but you always a killer or whatever it is. I've never played it, obviously. I don't know what it is. I just hear it advertised on shit all the time. I have Catch a killer. It's something where, like, you apparently get, like, clues and emails and all of you have to decipher it and stuff. I've always thought that sounded oh, like a... Um, never be arsed. Yeah. The bomb game. The bomb game's amazing. What's that? I've got it on VR, but you can, you can basically you can play it on, like, laptop. So one person would see... A bomb. Oh, like yeah, I know. Multiple sides and like different puzzles, and then the other team, or like the, everyone else in that in the group, has the instructions. I think this catch killer is more like Fucking a, a ace. giant escape room. Oh, okay, where you get like given clues like once a week. It's it's like I don't know how much it is. It's however much money, and you pay to do it, and you get sent like websites and clips and stuff, and you have to decipher the code. To that move. does sound fun, to be fair. It does sound good, but I, I can never be fucked. Yeah, I'll tell That's you what. Like a commitment. So at the start of lockdown, I'd like to do something. Like, I like an escape room because it's a, it's a solid hour. Same as a movie. I don't want to fucking piss about. I want to be in and out. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't want. To, I, I can't spend three hours in a movie and then come out of the movie thinking. Oh, what movie? What movie's one hour long? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! What well, hour? Not nearly enough. <laughs> you, all know my, you all know my true opinion on movies. Every movie should be 90 minutes long at most. But my actual opinion most. is 60 minutes. <laughs> Give me a good hour, man. I'm not asked about the rest. Give me a good hour. Well, I um, loves the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Aaron, you said you were playing that game with Shell at the start of lockdown. Because I knew that <laughs> you're like, I, mean, I was playing a game with Shell. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna go there, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What's that one as well? <laughs> I'm just yeah, gone. thirsty. Um, 
Yeah, because I knew me and Nidia be thirsty bitch. Because I knew me and Nidia be stuck with each other for God knows how long. That's how he said it to her as well. <laughs> we stuck with you. I wanted to get. I wanted to try and find like some game. Lizzie is not into games in the slightest. She really doesn't like. We shouldn't get it. So I wanted to try and find something that we could both play. So just to do something different than watch TV or whatever we we normally do. Yep. Overcooked and Overcooked Two. I've they're both got, they're both available. I've got Overcooked Two on my PlayStation. Is it good? It's fucking ace for the first three levels and then do you need two controllers no you can do you can play it one player if you wanted to right yeah, if you're playing with two people then you need two controllers sorry yeah it's a controller per person um once you get past that initial few levels and 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 maybe it's because lydia is hasn't picked up a controller in her life and she just doesn't, doesn't quite get how you shouldn't get how you do any of it, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Stuff that comes natural to like to me, if moving forward with one stick and turn with another yeah. stick doesn't come natural to her. I don't maybe it's that. But after those first few levels, that's when the argument started happening. And <laughs> ever, we we haven't picked up since the first week of lockdown. But it's a great game. If you've got something that's a little bit in like understands the controller, it's really fucking good. Really simple, one? but really good. What was the one that was on Switch that was? Is it like uh, a cooking game or something? Yeah, basically you 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 just a chef or two chefs or however many people are playing chef, and you get different orders through. So you have like stations that give the different ingredients. Then you have to go and prepare yeah. them. Then you have to go cook them. Then you have to put them on a plate. But then you have to stop a fire. Then you have to clean the plates and stuff. The plates will come back to you, and you have to clean them. It's it's manic, but it's really good fun. That sounds quite good because I know um, Shell's played some mobile games that are a bit like that. Yeah, it's it's basically it's like a, a a mini like a Mario Party game or like a yeah, but to flesh out. It game. gets more difficult as you go on. Yeah, say, we didn't make it very far. I remember there was um, an early Switch game that was, I think it was Booking Mama, Nick Clips or something like that. Oh, Snipper Clips! Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to play. You have to you'd be. I had the demo of it. So yeah, quite quite cool. And you have to be cooperative with it, don't you? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, where you have to like, you can kind of cut out sections of each other to try and fit together to to solve a puzzle. And mm. um, we tried that, me and Shell, and it quickly became a game of let's see who can snip the entire person out yeah. <laughs> completely. And then it's just like we're not we're not working together on this, are yeah. we? We're just missing the point of co-op. Yeah. Miss- <laughs> Taking the coat out of operative. Yeah, it was just it was just operative. Yeah. <laughs> Stiff. So, what's our topic for this week, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just something I found online. This is more of an interesting tidbit than a full-on topic. But it's something called Rubisco. 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 Rubisco, yeah. Which is, of course, a funny word. It is a funny word, but it's also an enzyme that's involved in photosynthesis. Okay. And what is photosynthesis, Aaron? It's the how plants turn sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide into sugar and oxygen. So, Rubisco itself, apparently, is just 
insanely lazy. So like like regular enzymes will convert thousands of reactions a second, whereas Rubisco will only do about two or three a second. What? Um, and also, Liam, I love the way you were so shocked at that. <laughs> like you knew a normal enzyme would do thousands of seconds. And what? Like, what? Apparently, Rubisco. What are you playing at? Also, Rubisco is well. Apparently, two out of every five times, it will basically fuck up and pick up oxygen instead. So basically, ruining the entire process. So there's this whole enzyme that sort of exists, um, and then the 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 whole thing would kind of it kind of breaks down a lot of the time. Um, the, there was quotes from biologists on Rubisco to say that nearly the world's worst, most incompetent enzyme and not one of evolution's finest efforts. And then all of a sudden I was listening to it and going, Sounds familiar. I love you, Rubisco. <laughs> I love you if no one else does, because I identify with you. How do you spell it? Because I'm just changing Dan's name on my phone, but to Rubisco. <laughs> R-U-B-I-S-C-O. Okay. To be fair, I found out about it on a different article that I was reading about something called Night Parrots. Fucking night parrots. <laughs> so, um, there are the wasps come from. There are apparently two species of night parrot in the world. They're incredibly rare and very hard to find. Like mermaids. Pe- yeah, but apparently the real um, one is one is greatly suspected to actually just be an owl. No Sorry, <laughs> you say apparently the real. Did anyone see on? Well, I saw it on Gogglebox, but yeah, I saw it on Gogglebox as well. The woman who can telepathically speak to mermaids. Yeah, Dan, did you see on this this morning? Was something? It was on this morning. Okay, so they're talking to this, Phil Schofield, interviewing this woman who's on a beach, stood next to a woman dressed as a mermaid, and they're like, "So you can speak to them?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I can." I don't know if you picked up the noise that my body just made, but it was weird. Sorry if I picked up on the microphone. So then Phil's like, okay, well, what, you know, what are they saying now? And she's just like, can't hear them now. It's a bit loud. And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, next to the, next to the sea. So a bit noisy. Can't, I'm not, I'm not picking them up. It's a bit too loud for me. The best I love thing the best. Ever. I was going to say, the best bit is that they've just got somebody made up like full on like a mermaid yeah. just lying in front of her for the entire interview <laughs> solid as a rock <laughs> <laughs> but um, apparently night parrots were thought to be extinct and Wikipedia has apparently recorded or they've recorded on Wikipedia 11 different sightings for it albeit Bigfoot has apparently got more sightings than that she's going to stop you there bud sightings of of a night parrot yeah because they're extremely like hard to find so my owl joke was correct it is bullshit it's well, an owl the only thing is apart from the most recent one or one of the recent ones <laughs> the only th- the only thing is someone did find a dead parrot at night i mean what's, what's the difference between a regular parrot 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 parrot? <laughs> yeah they're just active at night that's the thing the night parrot is a small oh, yeah. parrot endemic to the continent of Australia. It is well known as being one of the most elusive and mysterious birds in the world, with no confirmed sightings of the bird between 1912 <laughs> and 1979, leading to speculation that it was extinct. 
Scientific name, Pezoporus occidentalis. What makes it different to a regular parrot? It's just a parrot that's awake at night. It literally looks like a parrot. <laughs> it's got its eyes open in the dark. Yep. You know what? And then there's another picture I, I of fucking, the same bird at day, in the day. I, I love the idea of scientists, like some scientists, like back in the 1900s, where they've been like, guys, I've just discovered a new species of night parrot. Can we see it? The parrot, Bob. No, and they were just like, excuse me, mate, it's the middle of the day. Obviously, you can't see my night parrot. <laughs> fucking get out there at night. Get out there at fucking 10 Dan, o'clock. Dan, you're even missing the best bit. Is that um, they actually found out that they can't see very well in the dark because they found a dead parrot and dissected it and found that, like, in its eyes, it was the same as a fucking normal parrot, couldn't really see, and it had actually died by flying into a barbed wire fence. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I am. I am 100% sure the night parrot is actually what is an thing? elaborate practical joke where someone's just whacked a parrot in the air at night. <laughs> Hang on. Just, just thrown a parrot into a barbed wire fence. <laughs> Throw oh. Fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> I am, I am apologising now for my past statements because if a parrot and a night parrot is, exists, then a crew of Nantwich pigeon can be different <laughs> than that <as> pigeon. <laughs> Definitely. What is the difference between a parrot and a night parrot? I might buy uh, a parrot and then just claim this is a uh, half-breed parrot, night-breed, night parrot. You scream <laughs> this parrot a lot then. <laughs> you scream in this fucker's face, let me tell you, this parrot's going to be up all night. <laughs> it's in his genes, this. It is distinguished what, uh... from the two superficially similar ground parrot species by its shorter tail and different range and habitat. <laughs> and it's also awake Bullshit. at night. <laughs> but apparently they're awake at night and can't see in the dark. So I, I also feel like, you know, you go on the... No uh, wonder no one can fucking see them because they're all dead. <laughs> you go on the Night Parrot Wikipedia page and it says it's like... Um, it's very different and it's superficially similar day parrot brother hey, man. because it's awake in the night. Science. <laughs> but um, should we call it like? Also, by the way, if we if we were ever going to start an emo band, the night, night parrots. parrots. Just saying, it's a thought. It's done. We're doing it. We're locking it in. We all play bass, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're a super bass emo band. <laughs> we're gonna rule the world. We're we're niche is a niche. So what do you play? I play bass. And what do you play, Aaron? I play also, bass. Also bass, yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan, what do you play? Also bass. The bass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was... Okay, yeah. guys, let's, <laughs> let's, let's start with E. Bum, 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 bum. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was the, the bizarre thing that I found. Recently, I mean, that Paris has made me happier than I thought I'd be this month. Made me happy because it's a lot of bullshit, it's a massive load of bullshit. I mean, you say I mean, that. they're just fucking parrots. How is no yeah, one getting this? It's definitely just a parrot. 
Or I feel like you've been fucking... It's like Scientology. Yeah, that's fear. Aaron's been taken in by the night parrot Scientologists. Um, if, if you could be in a cult, what cult would you be in? Aaron's, Aaron's going to be stood out in the fucking square of London. I don't know where that is. Chucking parrots in the air going, night parrot, night parrot, they exist. <laughs> Take the test. See if you're a day or a night parrot. Everyone's I, a night um, parrot. You need therapy. Come to us. Did I ever tell you guys about the story about the 5G protester I met? No. It's not a good story, really, but... <laughs> I, love, I love stories that start off that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just not a lot to it. Aaron, but... Aaron, did I ever tell you about the 5G stories? It's shit, but... Uh... It's not a story the Jedi tell you. <laughs> <laughs> not from a Jedi. So, the other day... I... I was on a podcast, which well, I'll try and edit in to whatever episode is relevant to when that comes out, but it's called the Free, po- Free Coffee Podcast. And we were talking about 5G, and we were talking about a story. Basically, I was in Manchester as 5G launched there. I was in a store talking to those guys about 5G and why we're good for 5G phones. And some woman comes in. And the only reason I want to tell the story is because she was wearing a literal tinfoil hat. You have told me this story. Before. Have I told you this story? Before? I don't know if it's on the podcast, but you have told me. To- so she, this woman comes in wearing a literal tinfoil hat, just for no other reason, not to ask any questions or to like buy anything because she was, she was in a phone shop, just to tell us off. Even though none of us were the guys that were actually the guys building the towers and even though there's nothing wrong with 5g but just it's not funny to someone else i might edit this bit out i'm just but i just always think back she was wearing a literal tinfoil hat probably should have seen a tinfoil hat dan I'm she's probably not. She's not probably not receptive to the workers' plight because, you know, she's an idiot. And the real victims of the world are the workers. Me, our victim. <laughs> the other interesting thing I found out about was the, I believe it's called the SS City of Adelaide. So I'm wondering if this is going to go where I think it's going to go. Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't go where I think it's going to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. It's, um, it's a passenger ship that launched in like 1863 or something it's like that. It's not where I thought it was going to go. Got a lot better than I thought it would. <laughs> Interesting. So I thought anyway. you were going to say like a, a, a Nazi alternative of Adelaide. No, not, not that SS, like boat SS. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking you were just saying like, you know, there's a city in Australia that was just like, it was like Adelaide, like a, a perfect mirror, but Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. This this one was uh, apparently just converted over the years and had various different things and eventually became like a um, coal storing ship. So one that doesn't really sail around, but just sort of floats where they sort of store coal in it. Um, and then eventually caught fire in about 1912. <laughs> Sorry. Of course. Burnt out and nobody could put it out. 
they attempted to tow it out into further sea where it could become a breakwater and then it ran aground. Um, and it was then used by as target practice by the Australian Air Force. And somehow the ship won because one of the bombers flew too low and hit the ship and crashed. <laughs> and then ship. And then in the seventies, it got hit by a cyclone and sort of finished collapsing and became an artificial island. Nice. But the best bit, arguably, is that in World War Two, it was used as a bombing practice and someone <laughs> hit it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's definitely worth googling for pictures and everything. Uh, we. Might put some out on Twitter if I remember yes. when this comes out. But it's uh, sick. Magnetic Island is something else you can search for. Uh, it's, it's quite a weird looking thing. It's sort of like a wrecked shit with trees growing out of it. Sorry, I just started. Um, just oh, shit, yeah. I started giggling because I'm still on, I'm on my Arrested Development hype. I just got images of Lucille Bluth asking those gay guys if they could know how to shovel coal, <laughs> put some to work in the boat. <laughs> Sorry, we'll have to do an episode on rest development at some point because that's. I think it's a, my favourite sitcom ever. You can call it a sitcom. Uh, bold. It's, I don't know what I prefer because it's 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 so high up there. There's stuff that I watch just as much, but every time I, I rewatch it, I'm probably on my fourth or fifth time now. There's always something new or always something funny that I'll find in there. Or still make me laugh. That's bad. It's amazing. We watch the rest of development. It is a great show. The first three seasons, at least. Uh, Magnetic Island. I mean, it just looks like an island. Might be the boat you actually need to Google them. Magnetic Island boat. So what's it called? SS City of Adelaide. Oh, okay. This is more like it. There you go. That's mental. How's there fucking trees coming out of it? I don't know. I don't know. It's good though, isn't it? Anyway, that's that's my story for the week. That's a good Sip story. story Aaron. The that's... best bit is definitely the bomber hitting it. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> anyway. You got any weird that's... stories, Dan? I mean, no. I wasn't asked for any weird stories. Yeah, me neither. Cool one, Aaron. I, I sort of blasted my weird story at the last one. I blew my wad too early. You blasted it out of your ass. If I don't know. I would have saved. That's fine, Dan. You can uh, wrap up the podcast like you normally do. No, we, we need to get into a, into the habit of plugging, then passing over to him. Okay. Oh, right. we just going. I thought he'd do the plugging as well. To be fair, mm, do you think he would do the plugging? Yeah, you never know. Facebook. He would do the. Plug-in. <laughs> Did he say Facebook? Because we haven't got a Facebook. Uh, so if you go to Facebook. <laughs> dot com forward slash you mean www.facebook he means www full stop (laughs) (laughs) facebook.com forward slash um five dash 
dash two six club uh, and your fans on there every week. Goodbye. Night. I've muted him. Okay, so it's all right, Aaron. He's muted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so follow us on Twitter, please. Um, at LTAN Pod. I always want to say .com after that, but it's not .com. Yeah, no, it's not. We have got uh, Let's Talk About Nothing Pod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. If you want to say something to us and give us some shit. If you've got more shit. than, like, so many characters on Twitter, whatever you get nowadays. Yes, uh, guys, it's, um, it's Facebook. How did you unmute himself? I don't know. But <laughs> as, of, as of right now, that is Dan's new job, is to respond to any Gmail questions. Or yeah. Questions. There you go, Dan. Is, speak to, directly to Dan, everyone's favourite. Dan. He hasn't got the email password because we changed it, but I don't even know what we changed it to. I think I told you. Either way. Um, Yeah, leave a review if you like it. If you don't like it, leave a five-star review and then put a shit comment. But as we say at the end of every every episode, he's muted himself again. Bye. Thanks, Dan. Cheers, Dan. Hang on. That's the end of that, then. Yeah, I'm going to bed. See you guys later. You've been going to bed for the last few hours, mate.